Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to T's Funked Up Stories. Now, there's a lot, a lot that I must discuss with y'all. But, to start it off, we'll kick it simple. I just want y'all to know that this podcast is starting out very, very slow. This is gonna be all kinds of shit. It will start out with memories. Eventually, I'll get guests. But for now, it's gonna strictly be memories. Anyway, I will indulge you in what I've been up to today recently oh man plenty of that anyways so i'll start with this i met a girl like last week the week before whatever i went to the dollar general you know and there was this cute ass chick with some blonde hair really blonde almost like white anyways had an email look about her you know gothic her like sweatshirt was like ripped a little bit over her shoulder and glasses you know like super fucking cute bro like the only kind i talked to anyways so i go up to her i'm like hey uh you're you you know i like your hair she's like really i'm like yeah and your eyes because she has some like blue or green eyes can't remember i just remember they were blue or green anyways Long story short, I asked if she had a boyfriend, which I'm really trying not to do anymore because, you know, women like a fucking not a nice guy. They want a guy that's, even if they're married, pound him out kind of thing. Anyways, um, so she said no, which is, like, surprising because, you know, even girls that don't have boyfriends say yes if you ask them that because it's just a good way to get out of the situation. So... Clearly she was interested, because otherwise she would have said yes, so, I'm like, hey, uh, let me give you my number, actually, I think I have a card, I pull out one of my business cards, which are designed for picking up ladies, like, literally, it says, uh, Tyler, or no, no, it says T-Funk, and it's got, like, some dope-ass, like, graffiti picture of me on one side, you know, and then on the other side, it says Tyler Anthony Tafani in red. And then it says, like, um, not in this order, but it says, like, male, Sagittarius, 30-year-old Italian, single, you know, like, stupid shit. Literally designed for girls. So I told her, you know, don't laugh at it, because I didn't want her to think she I was a player. I wanted her to think that it was kind of a joke. But anyways, she looks at me looks at the card and asks me what's with all the red do you like blood now i didn't think of it at first not until later but you know she was emo gothic looking and you know but at first when she said that i was thinking gang shit like i'm from virginia you know on some like east side bunny hunted berg you know that's my click 22802 that's my zip kind of shit but Anyways, you know, I didn't know what to make of it, so, like, I literally told her, I was like, look, I'm from Virginia, I'm weird, you know what I mean? Which I thought was a good answer. And before I leave, I grab her by the hand, and 
you know, give her a little handshake, but I wanted to touch her because I know that, like, you know, touch is a very strong thing, and I wanted to feel her, honestly, even if it was just her hand, so I, you know, just touched her hand, you know, she reached out after I reached out, so it wasn't like I just grabbed her hand, but anyways, and then, um, told her to hit me up and left, about a week went by, she didn't hit me up, typical, obviously, but I was like, alright, whatever, so I'll go to the Dollar General every day until I see her again, went there a couple times, didn't see her, and then my dad let me take this badass 69 Chevy all redone with a 350 slap shifter, pimp mobile, dude, looks like something in the west coast that some rapper would have, not even kidding, and, um, so I pull up there, go inside, she's there, I look at her, walk into the store, grab a drink, you know, go to check out, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, just pretend like I'm whatever, I don't remember, and then at one point I say, hey, uh, so why didn't you hit me up, she says, I've been busy, I'm like, yeah, real busy, right, you ain't worked in three days, how busy, didn't say that, but anyways, this time she's wearing a choker collar, you know, like, a, literally, like, a, you know, looks like a dog leash, but it's, like, black, you know, with the little leash clip, so, right away, I know that when she asked if I like blood, it meant, like, she wanted to, you know, us to cut each other while we fucked, so, basically, I, um, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, real busy, right? I didn't say that, but I was thinking that. And, you know, I checked out. And I lied to her. Like, fuck her. I knew she was not never going to hit me up. I knew nothing was going to come of it. So I said, you hear that badass whip out there? Because Lord knows it's loud. Dual exhaust coming out the rear end. And I showed her a picture of it, and I said, 69 Chevy, you know, pickup. And she's like, what about it, you know? I was like, I just bought it. Lied. It's my dad's. Who gives a shit? You know? Anyways. I, um... After that, like, someone came out of nowhere and ruined it for me. I was like, oh, I'm Bosnian, basically. You know, she didn't speak much good English, but I could tell she was Bosnian or something. And that girl, even though she was working register decided she was gonna go help her, and her big fat friend was gonna, you know, take over and help me check out, typical, so, you know, I checked out, go to my truck, and I pull around the corner, and I go to do a burnout, never done that one before in it, and I stalled it, cause let's face it, I got some, like, really radial fucking wide ass tires in the back, you know, Anyways, whatever, started takeoff, and, um, yeah, I haven't heard from her since. Other than that, today, I watched, uh, Many Saints in Newark, you know, the Soprano movie that comes out after that bullshit, and I gotta say, I give it, like, a six, because, dude, this politically correct bullshit, dude, has to ruin everything. Like, I get it. By the way, sorry, I'm chewing tobacco. 
I don't want to drink too much because I know I'm already kind of drunk and, you know, fucking kind of thing. I'll spit it out. Anyways. So, you know, I watched that as some bullshit, you know. They straight, like, literally, I didn't know, but the Saints is a black gang in New York or New Jersey. So the movie is, like, mostly about just, like, you know, making white people feel like shit. And, spoiler alert, at the end, fucking, I don't know if it was the cop that killed Dicky Moltisanti, but Junior arranged the hit, so fuck that fucking old faggot fucking bitch. And the fucking black guy that was, like, banging his wife and shit, dirtbag fucking mm, Mulian, fucking doesn't even get killed. So instantly it dropped from, like, a 6.5 to 7 down to a 6, and that's being generous. No offense, but I'm fucking sick of this fucking self-hating white male bullshit, bro. You know how hard it is to get laid being a decent-looking white male with 80 acres you know, and yeah, I might not have much, but a father that's got fucking a million dollars in the stock market for retirement funds, you know, like, seriously, like, a couple muscle cars, like, dude, I, uh, I think a woman would be honored to, like, be with me, but I ain't been laid in fucking three years, and last time that was, I paid $40 for it, but that's a whole nother story, I'll get to you. Yeah, I think she gave me syphilis. Anyways. Fucking A. I'm gonna rinse my mouth out, but... So, yeah, movie fucking bullshit, man. You know, good story because, like... Not good story, but they slip in some story shit. So, like, it's worth watching. But don't go to the movie theater kind of shit. And I'm about to rinse my mouth out, so give me one second, please. Alright, now I shouldn't have to worry about that. But. Other than that, I shot some guns today. AK-22 kind of thing. But, uh, well, no, not a 22 AK. I shot my 762 by 39 AK Romanian. 30 round clip, but, you know, only shot like 10 rounds. And then I shot like 60 rounds in my 22. So... Other than that, I'm gonna kick story time, so sorry for, you know, just doing that, but I think the story I'm gonna go with is, hmm, sex life or criminal history. I'm gonna go criminal history today. Now, this starts out with me being young, dirtbag, fucking young, dumb, full of cum. So, when I was, fuck, 15, 16, maybe? I had a car hopping phase. My dream was to, like, find a pistol in somebody's car or something. So, uh, yeah. Broad daylight in Colchester, Vermont. I, uh, ended up jumping in some vehicle. Like a retard. Got, like, some change. <laughs> 
Alright, I'm done spitting. I come out, and fucking... This chick comes up, and she's like, What are you doing in my car? I'm like, oh, uh, my mom has the same exact car. And, you know, I thought it was her, and I realized it wasn't. So she's like, oh, well, we already called the cops, so just come with me. I start following her. She goes to some hair salon place, and right when she opens the door and closes it, I fucking bolt, you know, because, like, I'm like, yeah, I got shit in my pockets and stuff. Some biker dude starts chasing me. I run around the back of, like, you know, uh, back in Almighty Peaks before he got busted. Bunch of hair on, fucking shit, whatever. And, um, oh, yeah, anyways, uh, I run around that bitch, end up almost getting to the woods, a bunch of landscapers jump out of the truck, start chasing me, I'm smashing fucking those Tarzan branches off my arms, running through the woods, and then one takes me down, and then they get me, citizens arrest my ass, long story short, I got attempted larceny from a motor vehicle, (laughs) yep. So I go to court on a stolen bicycle, throw the bicycle up on the side of the courthouse, you know, in Burlington, and I uh, ride my bike home and get pulled over on the way home, stopping at the store to get a grape, Arizona. Well, possession of stolen property, another court date coming out of court for that. Luckily, I get them both into court diversion expunged down the road i was seeing this girl which will tie into my uh vagina series but um this chick angel billadoo i will drop names on here fuck a bitch she tried to fucking get me to you know delete all my episodes and shit when i was like doing just videos but fuck her her dad owns a roofing company in like Colchester or something. Looks like Hulk Hogan. Got so many stories for you. But anyways, so I fucked her. I don't know if it was before this or what, but she was hot. She looked like Paris Hilton with freckles. Anyways, so I fuck her and she got me all pissed off because she was just running around. She was a fucking hooker. Dead ass, bro. She would like pick somebody out at every party to fuck. And it couldn't be the same guy twice. Anyways, yeah, so she fucked me up, and I was just mad drinking Captain Morgan one day, and somebody said they had problems, and they wanted to fight this person, so I'm like, let's do it, you know? So we get ten of our boys, we go downtown to meet them people, and there's two of them. One fat kid that ended up giving out his whole pack of cigarettes to every one of us, <laughs> or at least I have apparently ten people, but, you know, who knows? But anyways, um... And then they start walking away, and I'm like, dude, I came here to see a fight, so I start running after them, everybody follow me. They run up into, like, Northern Lights, the apartment above it, ten more people come out. So now it's ten on ten, and I'm like, alright, if I knock this faggot out, Matthew Mantone, I found out later, from Underhill, I believe, um, then it'll start this big brawl, shit'll be popping, you know what I mean? So, you know, I park myself on the side of him, he's like, what are you, 16? Or, what are you, 15, he says to me. And I'm like, I'm 17 at the time. I'm like, oh, yeah? I get on the right side, dude. People will tell you I tap my knuckles to the ground. Pop that motherfucker one time. Took him off his feet. Not even kidding, bro. I mean, later on, you'll know I paid $1,700 in reconstructive surgery on his face. His chin was all fucked up. Glasses broke into his nose, you know? Anyways, um, so as soon as I do that, whoop, whoop. 
fucking cops fucking whip their lights on, come down, everybody splits. I got separated. Ended up coming back to the scene of the crime, basically, to get picked up. A couple people end up pulling on me. And, well, they popped me. I got ten stitches on the eyebrow line on my left eyebrow. And, uh, you know, I land in push-up position, throw myself up so I don't get jumped by these two people. You know, I wasn't about to go down like that. And then after that, I start running, a firefighter grabs me, I push him off me, start running up and around church, uh, City Hall Park, I run up and around and then in through City Hall Park, chased by five cops, eventually I was like, alright, I don't want to get tased, because they were on my ass and I was surrounded, so I gave up, arrested, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, because apparently I had a tire iron on me, and after and I popped that guy, two, couple people rolled up on me, and I pulled it out, you know, like, fuck out of here. So they said I hit him with that. Long story short, out of this particular event, I fucking had a great lawyer I paid $3,500 for. A woman named Marianne Campman, best in the biz. She got that aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, knocked down a simple assault, three years probation, and then expunged. 8.30 curfew, kind of blue, literally first day of curfew. There was a party at Angel's house. One of my good friends that we call him Pizza Face, his name's DJ Smith, Douglas Smith, whatever. Fucking ended up eating her pussy, maybe fucking her. Whatever. Straight faggot. I told everybody, hey man, it's free game, you're allowed to go for it, because we weren't exactly dating, but, you know, apparently, you know, that's a real friend right there. Let alone, what a hooker. Anyway, I know, pizza face, bro, dead ass, dude, acne all over his face, bro, pizza face, hope she felt good about herself, anyways, fucking, um, yeah, so, um, after all that, things went good for a while, I ended up, you know, getting addicted to the oxy-30s when I started dating this whore named Elena Stankovic, Bosnian, hot as hell, but, you know, as you probably are aware with hot girls, fucking trouble, man. So I adopted that habit, sniffing oxies. And, you know, what started as like sniffing 30, $30, $40 worth of an oxy 30 to get high turned into like $160 just to barely get high. So then someone comes along with heroin's like, oh, it's literally the same thing, but it costs $40 to get high instead of 160 So. I go to that, and then down the road from there, they're like, hey, uh, you know, you want, you know, like, you get a tolerance, you're, like, spending $100 to get high again, so someone comes around, well, I mean, you see people with needles and shit, so eventually I shot up, and I started shooting up, you know, and it went back down to, like, fucking $30, $40 to get fucked up. And then you get a tolerance again, and then it's $100 to get high the same way, and now you're really fucked. You want to talk about withdrawals? You think alcohol is bad? Oh my god. Anyways, I was fucked. And it got so bad to the point that my girlfriend of five years, you know, the whore, Helena, she started selling herself behind my back. I didn't even know. I thought everybody was a sucker, but nope. Apparently, um... She was fucking my best friend of six years for money. Yeah. Fucking quang. Fucking Vietnamese faggot. Anyways, I'll kick his ass someday, trust me. So, basically, 
Um, I was all pissed off one day because I'm a man, you know, I couldn't just go suck a dick or fuck some faggot to get drugs. I was on my own. No, this, my homie wouldn't front me. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm on my own. So I go to Mobile next to Champlain Farms on Williston Road by the poorhouse, which next to the poorhouse was BNC Auto, owned by Chris Fickett, which, um, you know, um, he was the one that was selling the dope, and I, I was like, I'll do it on my own, so I go to that mobile, I had a Champlain Valley Exposition Fair shirt on, which I didn't work there, I got it from Chris, and I ripped both the short sleeves off, put one over the bottom of my mouth, one over the top of my head, so all you could see with my eyes, walked in the mobile, stuck my hand in my shirt, pretended like I had a gun, and was all friendly, like, excuse me, ma'am, please give me $40 out of the register, she's like, is that a real gun? I'm like, uh, she's like, let me see it. I'm like, no, ma'am, please give me $40 out of the register. I feel like she felt bad for me, so just gave me the money. I leave. I'm on a bicycle. Uh, as soon as I get around the corner, I rip my shirt off, throw it on the ground, get to the BNC Auto. I tell him, I'm like without a shirt at this point, and I tell him, oh, my dad just gave me money. You know, my adrenaline's pounding through my skull. And I get the shit. I had everything I needed. Um, I leave as soon as I walk out of that because he wouldn't let me do my shit there. Cops are flying down Williston Road. Vroom, vroom, vroom. I learned later in the affidavit that one of them saw me. Well, flipped their lights on. Woo, whoop, came in. They're looking, and I learned in the affidavit that they're looking for somebody in a blue shirt on a bicycle. Now, I uh, didn't have the shirt on, but... I was on the goddamn bicycle, so one of them pulls in, I start booking it, right, down, go to the right, fucking jump over this fence, this barbed wire, now, if you know the area, you'll figure this out quick, but, um, they're like, we're gonna send the dogs, I, like, squished in the marsh up to my knees, you know, lost some shoes, lost my cigarette, so I didn't even have a filter, but I ended up putting it in the cap of my needle. Fucking bag that shit out. Because, you know, I'm sick as fuck. It's one of the reasons why I did it. And I worked it out in my head. I'm like, hey, listen, I need to get clean. But I can't do it on my own. I can't have the option to use. So I'll go to jail for three years, whatever. And I'll get clean. So... I'm over the fence in the middle of the brushes, and they're like, we're going to release the dogs. I'm sitting there getting my shit ready, banging it out, and then I'm, after about 15 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to work my way out of here. Eventually, cops saw me, points his gun at me. They think I have a gun, so I'm like, all right, I give up. Put my hands up, I walk out. Found out later that apparently that was an airport fence, so yeah, I jumped the airport fence. Anyways... Long story short, fuck, um, I got assault and robbery, which is basically armed robbery in Vermont, um, and unlawful trespass for jumping that fence, uh, while I, I, dude, I went to G booking, basically, on Friday, like, ten people, one murderer, actually, one human trafficker, yeah, long story, man, y y you know, you'd have to know me in person to get everything, but anyways, um, 
so I'm sitting there Friday so of course I'm gonna be there till Monday to just at least I mean I figured years um, but Monday till I get to go to court which apparently they do video court now you don't even go to the courthouse um, and I go to the video court um, but I meet with this lady before that that's like representing like the epidemic of drug use court diversion special court diversion program I tell her I only took $40 I tell her the whole story and she thinks I'm a great person for you know the program so you know whatever but um Friday comes around the judge talks I had a public defender that looked like some Lord of the Rings with long red hair and a ponytail and dude they released me on my own recognizance which basically means even though I was homeless I didn't have anybody sign me into their custody so yeah, I spent three days in jail for fucking, you know, pretending like I had a gun and robbing a fucking gas station. I am the lucky, and this after, you know, attempted largely from motor vehicle, possession of stolen property, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, knocked on a simple assault, you know what I mean? Like, I am the luckiest guy in the world, and that's one of the reasons why I do not fuck around. Like, the next time I get in trouble, it's gonna, I'm gonna be all the way. <laughs> but, and that's like, if, like, I'm really not trying to do that. That's if, like, nothing, that's literally, like, if, like, somebody, like, <laughs> murders and rapes my mom or something, like, it's not gonna happen, or if, like, the world comes to an end, like, no offense, but if anybody knows me, like, I, I, I'm sober for, like, four years now, just so y'all know, I'm not fucking around, anyways, um, so, they release my ass, um, Monday, so, yeah, um, I will say I got clean, however, because, you know, I ended up having to get, I got piss tested through the clinic, so I didn't even have, like, some piss test, you know, outside of that, and I didn't even get off coke, like, I was doing heroin, but I got clean off the heroin once that happened, and I was just doing coke, and I did that for, like, a year, I never got clean off the coke, and the girl, Julia Hermanson, from Court Diversion ended up just releasing me, and by the way, this chick was so hot, dude, I would, oh, dude, I would fucking eat this chick's ass, bro, I'd tongue punch her fart box and drink her bath water right after, like, she was so fucking hot, anyways, um, yeah, so, she released me, uh, my, she said, like, it would be, like, a year before my, it gets completely expunged, so I have a clean record, thank the lord, because I own an AK, uh, a couple guns, you know what I mean, like, I, I'm, uh, I'm redeemed, man, I'm a good person now, you know, like, I don't, I understand how dirty the world is, but myself, I'm a good person, like, I am literally, like, the, the truth that you, some, some people, like, five, maybe three, maybe two percent of the population can actually overcome, so, yeah, you know, it's been years now, but, I mean, I don't know what it is, if it was the girl that I dated for five years, or what, you know, the one that ripped my soul out from me, but I cannot even get a chance to hang out or go on a date with a girl. I literally haven't been on a date for like 10 years probably since like I met that one girl, you know, Elena. 
So, like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, I, I don't think I'm ugly. I really don't. Like, I think I look good, honestly. Like, it makes me question if I'm ugly, but it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, just like that movie I was talking about in the beginning, like, the fucking self-hating white male shit, like... Nobody, like, I'm sorry that I like my own kind. I'm sorry that I want a woman that's, like, not bigger than me, whether taller or whiter. Like, but apparently, if you're not six foot, if you're not black, you're fucked. So, yeah, I'm, like, five, six, maybe almost five, seven. But it's, like, I, I can't, I mean, no girl wants me. Like, literally. I'm sorry, I'm being depressed. I'm drunk, obviously. That's the point of this whole show. But it's depressing, bro. Like, I'm literally, like, drinking every day because I got no reason, you know, not to. Like, I'm killing, I'd kill for a good woman to straighten me out. Like, dead ass. Like, if I had a decent woman that would just snap, I, I, I gotta stop. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to T's Funked Up Stories. Your host, T-Funk, a dizzle, licious, signing out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to T's Funked Up Stories. I'm your host, T-Funk. And this is episode 3. Before I get started, I don't even have anything planned. I'll come up with a story after my... My... Introduction, my prologue. I have a couple things to say. Meh. The wording is the, uh... That's the real ticket. Anyways, so... I've had a great week, honestly. I am literally at the point in my life where I don't really care about anybody but myself. Minus the fact that I love my family. Very close family, you know, father, brother, dog. Man, that's pretty much it. Anyways, yes, uh, mother, I guess. You know, I can't forget her. Although, you know, it wasn't always like that, but... Anyways, I just, I can't stand people, especially, and I hate to say it, but women. Because, like, obviously, that's the, what kind of what I'm looking for. Like, not really, because I'm kind of giving up on them. Like, dead ass. Like, I know for a fact that if a woman gave me, like, a day to get to know me, to understand me and like yes now I kind of have to be an asshole because I know that's what women like but like if I could just get to the uh stage of you know equal caring I know it would be over you know like I don't know I know how to keep them interested but it's just crazy because I've had the shittiest luck. Like, I have it all, man. I'm spoiled in life. Dead ass. And, you know, every time, man. I, I don't know if it's what I say or what. 
and I don't want to get into it, you know, I'm pretty sure I told you about the girl I met, Dollar General, that asked me if I like blood, and I'm like, what the fuck, um, you know, because of the colors I was wearing, and I'm like, do you talk about some gang gang shit, or, like, you know, do you want to cut each other while we fuck, or are you on your period, I mean, like, literally, I have no idea what to think of that, anyways, other than that, you know, I got these hot-ass bitches that, you know, flip out on me out of nowhere or some dumb shit, and it's like, I go looking through our messages, and she's like, sends me pictures of this, her, um, open relationship, uh, simp, uh, uh, eating her pussy, and her blowing him, and he looks like a bullfrog, because his top half is huge, and his legs are, like, tiny, and they're, like, out to the side, so deadass, I don't know if you ever seen a bullfrog, if you stretch the legs out, (laughs) but this motherfucker looks like a bullfrog, and I'm like, wow, this girl is, like, uh, I give her an 8.5, but that's because 10 is, like, insane, never gonna happen, you know what I mean, like, 9 would be, like, out the window, and this girl is, like, right next to that, but she's an 8.5, actually, I'll drop a name, Taylor Crowning Shield, yeah, she's on, a what, OnlyFans, you know, you can watch her fucking sit on her boyfriend's dick for free, actually, I've seen it, but you might have to pay, Anyways, anyways, so, story, I did my criminal history, how about, I gave my bitches, right, I don't think I did, and that's gonna be like way more than one story, so we're gonna start with bitches today, so when I was, hmm, I mean I've had my crushes, I'll I'll drop name crushes, so I had Jennifer Downey, I'm probably the first one I remember. Emily Holland, the second one I remember. That's at Good Shepherd. Yeah, I went to a Catholic school in Virginia. What can you say? Anyways, she liked this fucking African-American dude, obviously. But I don't, I don't think she ended up marrying and having kids with him. But she did get married. Anyways, uh, other than that, um, the first girl I ever had any play... Oh my god, okay, we're gonna rewind all the way to Eileen Gomez. This was, like, early high school, I'm talking freshman year, probably. And her sister, name was Tori Gomez, and she was the finest little Latino girl I've ever seen up in, you know, Vermont. Because let's face it, where I'm from, Virginia, Latinos all over the place. I'm talking girls that'll make you fucking shake. Anyways, um... So, I had this girl, Eileen, and she wasn't as hot as her sister, but, you know, she was cute. And we were making out on our bed, drinking some Jose Cuervo, if I'm not mistaken. And making out, and she gets, she's like, oh, I gotta go. She gets up and bounces. I get a call from her, like, not five minutes later, and she's like, yeah, I think we were moving too fast. We should take a break. So, basically, she broke up with me because we were moving too fast. Like, bitch, you had to fucking leave and call me to fucking tell me that? (laughs) What a loser. Anyways, Lord knows she probably got gangbanged six different ways later on in life, but not for me. Probably a good thing. Anyways. Yeah, she really wasn't that pretty anyway. 
So, down the road, my first blowjob came from a girl, one of my good friends, my brother's good friends, my good friends, girlfriend at the time. His name was Scotty Weller. Her name was Devin James. And she was cute, you know, honestly. And we were in bed cuddling. My brother felt like kind of pushed it my way, helped me out. And, you know, I never had a blowjob. I never even had sex, but she uh, was down to blow me, I guess. So she started sucking me off. And I'm telling you, man, your whole life changes when a girl sucks your dick. Like, as soon as she puts her lips to your cock, dude, it's like life just completely changes and yeah nothing was the same anymore it was amazing though i mean she like really knew how to suck a dick honestly like i've had a shit ton of blowjobs yes a lot of them from like the same amount uh, same couple women but she blew me like crazy i'm talking face fucked my dick to the point where when I did bust she threw her face down on me so hard I had red tip (laughs) yeah so um yeah she swallowed and I was just amazed like I felt so good I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, if it was, if she wasn't dating my buddy, I would have fell in love with the girl, put it that way, anyways, that was great, and, you know, nothing really happened of that after her boyfriend ended up coming up to me, pulling me to the side when me and my boys were chilling, and he's like, listen, man, you're lucky you're my boy, because, you know, I probably would have punched you in the face if you weren't. And what could I say, you know, his girlfriend did blow me. I did feel like a dirtbag. And then he told me, like, how was it? You know, he's like, uh, you know, I taught her everything she knew and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's clearly makes sense because she was pretty fucking good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Side note, I'm chilling with my boy Tucky the fucky. Tucker, you know. He's all grumpy. He wants to go for a walk. He's about to jump up out of nowhere just from me saying that. Anyways, so, oh, what's after that? I lost my virginity at about 18 years old. Yeah, picture that. Girls these days fucking up to number 20 by 14, but I lost my virginity at 18 like a normal person. Yeah, like a, you know, I guess a normal person, but... Um, fat girl in the graveyard. I was always a shy kid, you know? If I go back in time, I'm, like, literally the guy now that, like, if I feel a vibe, I will grab a girl and make out with her. You know, push her up against the wall like I'm a fucking animal. And that wants to satisfy his animalistic needs, you know? But when I was a kid, it was just all fucking scared you know like i i would expect the girl to grab me and make out with me which like uh newsflash if you're in high school it's not gonna happen okay even if you're a fucking stud like you grab the girl and make out with them nine times out of ten a girl's not gonna push you away you could be like a five on the one to ten scale looking 
girls are followers. I hate to say it. I learned that way too late. That's why, you know, I've had sex with six different women and I'm 30 years old. Girls that are 14 have doubled that. That's half my age, less than half. Picture that. Anyways, granted, a couple of those girls were like a thousand times a piece, you know? Like, I know the woman anatomy very well. It's not like I can't please the women. I make them fucking drained. Anyways, I gotta stop saying that. Anyways, um, so my virginity, um, but big bottle of E&J, me and this kid Ricky Showbot, and this big fat girl named Amanda Santor, she, uh, lost a bunch of weight, looks like halfway decent now, but she was a big fat fucking whore back in the day. Danny Mullen would have said that, like, you know, she should have got chopped in half, because the bottom half was useless, but I fucked her in the graveyard in Franklin Square, where my, actually, my stepmom's buried now. Rest in peace, Lumina Padre Fili Spiritu Sancto. And, um, well, you know, I'd like to think it was on right after that. And I did get some play from a good couple girls after that. But it wasn't like it should have been, you know, like I had some hot, 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 hot girls. And I'm telling you, I had a band of like fucking eight different Colchester chicks, like, you know, riding bicycles with me from house to house in Colchester. We all know how them Colchester girls are. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so, um, you know, I banged her without a condom because I'm a fucking rebel and I was retarded. But luckily, I've never had any STDs, no STIs or nothing. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, but I guess I haven't really banged that many whores. Anyways, um, so after that, I think it went straight to Angel Billadoo, where I met her somewhere, maybe the fair or something, we rode the mechanical bull together, she was grinding up on my dick, um, and we partied a lot, eventually I had her at the crib, we're pounding fucking beers, and, well, one thing leads to another. She was like, get looking tired. I was like, you want to go upstairs? I'll give you a back massage. I brought her up on my daddy's bed where all the magic happens. I'm definitely not going to finish this whole story. Anyways, I brought her upstairs. It was cool, you know what I mean? Uh, I started massaging her. I'm like, so let me ask you a couple questions. What do you think about me? And she answered, I don't remember. And then I was like, what do you think about us? And she answered, I don't remember. And then she's like, you want to go back downstairs? I'm like, yeah, but I got one more question. I'm like, you want to fuck? She's like, kind of, why do you? I'm like, uh, kind of. So I fucking slapped a rubber on, tried to put it in there. She was like surprised at my dick size. I ain't even going to fucking lie. And she's like, you're going to have to spit on it or something. (laughs) I'm like, all right. That's the first time I ever had to do that. Normally, girls are pretty wet by the time I go, but I just wasn't about to eat her out. I mean, she was hot as balls, looked like Paris Hilton with freckles, but let's face it, you know, she was a little hooker. And, yeah, so I I almost said I rot her, but I just put a condom on. I wish I rot her. It probably would have felt so good. Anyways, I fucked her with a condom, and I busted in the condom, and I was like, shit. 
happened kind of soon. So I just started pounding her out with a condom full of cum. <laughs> yeah, that's my style. And, you know, um, eventually she's like, I gotta pee. So she gets up. I let her go. And she comes back out. Well, basically we say, like, oh, let's pick this up some other time, you know. And, you know, we never did. But she did fuck every, at least one new person every party I ever went to every weekend after that. So it's not like she didn't get a hundred cocks. She was such a whore. Her dad owns Billy Roofing. I don't mind dropping anything at her. She's a fucking slut. I guarantee, man, that bitch has got some diseases up in her poonanny. Her vagine. Anyways, yeah, so I think that's going to be it. I'll con- oh, fuck it. Um, so, there was this girl, Persephone. Oh, my God. I met her on the bus. And, um, I was sitting in the back. She's sitting in the middle. I get up, start walking towards her, sit right next to her. She told me later on, I knew you were going to talk to me once you sat next to me. But, yeah, of course I was. Got her number. It was Friday, so I started talking to her, telling her, We're partying down here. Got her to come on down. And when she brought a fat friend, when she got there, there was nobody there. I was like, oh, uh, they went to go get more alcohol. So I got her in the jacuzzi with her fat friend. They decided to spend the night. Um, I'm making out with her, and she's like, make out with my friend. I don't know if she wanted a three-way or if she just didn't want nothing to do with me. Honestly, by the end of the story, you'll be questioning that too. But um, I got her up to my daddy's bed where all the magic happens. And, well, I, uh, played with her pussy a little bit. She jerked me off. I busted on her belly because I didn't have a condom. It was kind of fucking pathetic, honestly. She was hot as fuck, though. I hate to say it. She's ugly as fuck now, but this girl, I'm telling you right now, bro. Oh, my God. I don't even know how I got her, bro. And and it kills me. I didn't fuck her right then while she was actually worth the fuck. My god, man, the love we could have made. Ugh! Mm. You don't know how much I think of that. Anyways. Dude, her pussy was so juicy. Ugh! Fucking kill me. I'm sorry. Anyways. So, yeah. I busted all over Belly. Didn't neglect it to ask her if she wanted a shower. And I think that's why she never talked to me again. (laughs) Because that morning I gave her a hug. She and her fat friend went home and never heard from her again. And look, I gotta say before I keep being an asshole. Like, look, man, I'm an asshole because that's what it turned out to be. Like, I'm really a nice guy. I swear to God. But I've just been done so dirty, yo. If you really want to know, pay attention. Because I'll go into my ex, I guess. If you guys don't understand or don't know, you want to know why I'm a fucking asshole. And and it's funny because the right woman, a fucking decent woman, could bring out the most... Dude, I bring a girl flowers on random days. You know, it don't have to be a fucking anniversary or a birthday. Like, I'm a fucking goddamn romantic asshole. But I am an asshole nonetheless because of you. Women, anyway. 
I'm sure Lord knows anyway listening is probably a man, but so um yeah, after that I think it was a good couple 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 years and I met this girl named Elena Stankovich. Nice and Bosnian. Sexy as fuck. I won't even lie. I had a crush on her in high school. And I would literally give her rides at 2 in the morning. And I had work at 6 in the morning. So I'd have to get up at like 5 in the morning. So like i get no sleep. And I'd go all the way to like South Burlington or Shelburne Road I mean. From like fucking way down in Burlington by like Charlie's Boathouse. Way down there. And, yeah, so I'd pick her up at 2 in the morning, give her a ride home, that's it. Nothing was nothing for a while. And then one day, she had a date, and she was all oxied out. I was as sober as a fucking pear, I never did nothing. And, you know, she was all oxied out because she is the junkie that got me into that shit, that crap. Anyways, just listen to the story. So, I she ended up throwing up and the boyfriend, or the date just left on her. So she hit me up, I came through, and she was all depressed and shit. So I grabbed her, I took her out to Kodo, which, if you guys know, it's the best restaurant in the fucking world. Literally, $30 a plate, minimum. And, yeah, I spoiled that bitch that night. We went home, I fucked her brains out literally all fucking night. Not kidding. I would wake up, like, five times that night, maybe three, like, inside of her, and then just keep fucking her once I woke up. Multiple times, like, we fucked all night. It was, honestly, she remembers it just like I do. I know she does. Because we talked about it a lot when we were dating for five fucking years. Like, it was the most amazing night ever. To me, even. And I hate that fucking bitch. But I'm telling you, there was nothing like just going crazy, experimenting on her, you know? (sighs) Yeah, good times. Anyways. So, yeah, um... It was great. We ended up literally just, like, non-officially dating after that, you know? And we called it December 11th. It was basically December... I don't know, December 21st, 2012. So the end of the world day was our anniversary. I remember that. We dated for five years. So, what? December... 21st 2012 so 13 14 15 16 17 so about 2017 maybe uh 2016 and a half we broke up because well let's just get to it huh so she was an addict man she had a problem with sniffing oxy 30s right naturally because i loved her and i was in love with her i picked that up so it started out Oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to tell you guys this. Started out $40 to get high, right? Buy an Oxy-30 for 40 bucks. Sniff it, get fucked up. And it, and, and it was good, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's a reason why people do it. It feels amazing. I'm not saying do it, and you'll find out why in a second. But yeah, and then you get a tolerance. And then you're spending $160 on, like, four of them. $180 just to, like, barely get high. Then you got some problems. 
And then somebody comes along with heroin and says, hey, it's literally the same thing. That's literally government heroin that you would pay that much money for. But this, you spend $40, you get the same high, literally, as $180. So you actually get fucked up off $40. So then you do that. Now you're addicted to heroin, but it's only $40 to get fucked up. But then your tolerance goes up. Then it costs like $100 to get high again. So then what happens? Then somebody comes along with a needle. Or, well, technically you see somebody with a needle shooting up. And you see how fucked up they get. So you try it. And then, boom, back down to $40, right? Well, now you're in hell. Because that shit goes up to $100 again. And then if you don't have it, you want to talk about sick... Even alcoholics don't understand what withdrawals are like when it comes to that. Anyways, so yeah, I was in deep. And she eventually, I found out a little bit later, like she was running around on me, selling herself, her pussy for money. Yeah, so, um, I thought everybody was suckers just giving her money, but apparently she was just fucking them all. Including my best friend of six years, this fucking Vietnamese faggot named Quang, who I'm gonna kick his fucking ass next time I see him, if I ever see him in person again. Don't matter where it is, it can be in front of the courthouse, it can be in the courthouse, I'm gonna whoop that fucking piece of faggot shit's ass. Don't care, he's got it coming. Anyways, so, yeah. Um... So, yeah, she was selling herself. When I found out, it killed me, you know? That ass, like, I was up all night just thinking about... Like, I couldn't get the images out of my head of, like, her getting banged out by my fucking best friend, you know? All you can do is just picture that shit nonstop. And it hurts, man. I don't know if any of you have ever felt that kind of pain, but it hurts. And, you know, I ended up... I thought about it, I'm like, listen, I can bitch at her, never talk to her again, or I'm homeless at the time, I can make lemonade out of lemons, and, you know, I ended up pimping her out, I mean, she was gonna do it anyway, so I just gave her rides to places and split stuff, but a couple years, maybe about a year went by like that, and eventually I sold my car for like 200 bucks, <laughs> Which was an amazing car. It had like a hundred thousand miles, standard two thousand nine fucking cobalt, and this was like you know eight years ago. So fucking amazing deal. But um, yeah. So yeah, um, I got rid of her. That was the only way I could do it, you know. And but things were still rough. And I think you'll know if you listen to my previous episode, my criminal, fucked up criminal history, that basically, like, I needed to get clean, so I pulled a big-ass fucking illegal thing. And you'll have to just go watch that in order to find it out. But, or listen to it. But anyways, yeah, so I got clean. That's the important thing to me. My life is on track, bro. I got family. I got fucking opportunity. 
no, I mean, dude, I don't know very many people. I don't know anybody that's got the kind of fucking financial backing I do. I'm living on 80 acres right now. I just drove a fucking $60,000 vehicle to work and back. Like, you know, um, I'm doing fine, you know. And funny thing, you know, can't fucking find. I haven't been on a date in fucking six to eight years. I haven't fucking felt an emotional connection about that. And the last time I felt that, it was fake, so. Yeah, it's depressing. And I'm moving forward. I don't know what else to say, honestly. I mean, it's bad, you know. I just, uh, I've been so fucked up. If you've listened to this whole thing, you know. Mentally, I am fucked. I, I, I think, I mean, psychologically, I think all women are evil. No, I know that's not true, but I have yet to find a good one. So it's naturally my con- conclusion. And I'm losing my mind, man. Honestly, like, I'm drinking every day liquor every day. Heavy. Because I just don't see the purpose. I have no release. I need a woman to release myself with. I hate to say it. True. I woke up fucking next to a beautiful woman for fucking four and a half years. Like, I need that shit in my life. You know? I'm not a bad person. I don't know. I just... All I really need is a chance. I know for a fact if a woman gives me a fucking day, I'll give her a life. Anyways, I'm sorry. Today was a very depressing episode, but I guess what do you expect on a Friday when I'm drinking heavy? Um, thank you for tuning in. This is T-Funk's The Up Story. Salute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to T's Funked Up Stories. I'm your host, T-Funk, and this is episode 3. Before I get started, I don't even have anything planned. I'll come up with a story after my... My... Introduction, my prologue. I have a couple things to say. Eh, the wording them is the, uh, that's the real ticket. Anyways, so, I've had a great week, honestly. I am literally at the point in my life where I don't really care about anybody but myself. Minus the fact that I love my family. Very close family, you know, father, brother dog man that's pretty much it anyways yes uh mother i guess you know i can't forget her although you know it wasn't always like that but anyways i just i can't stand people especially and i hate to say it but women because like obviously that's the what kind of what i'm looking for like not really because i'm kind of giving up on them like dead ass Like, I know for a fact 
that if a woman gave me like a day to get to know me to understand me and like yes now I kind of have to be an asshole because I know that's what women like but like if I could just get to the uh stage of you know equal caring I know it would be over you know like I don't know I know how to keep them interested but it's just crazy because I've had the shittiest luck. Like, I have it all, man. I'm spoiled in life. Dead ass. And, you know, every time, man. I, I don't know if it's what I say or what. And I don't want to get into it, you know. I'm pretty sure I told you about the girl I met, Dollar General, that asked me if I like blood. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um you know, because of the colors I was wearing, and I'm like, do you talk about some gang gang shit, or, like, you know, do you want to cut each other while we fuck, or are you on your period, I mean, like, literally, I have no idea what to think of that, anyways, other than that, you know, I got these hot ass bitches that, you know, flip out on me out of nowhere, or some dumb shit, and it's like, I go looking through our messages, and, She's like sends me pictures of this her um open relationship uh simp uh blo- uh eating her pussy and her blowing him and he looks like a bullfrog because his top half is huge and his legs are like tiny and they're like out to the side so dead ass I don't know if you ever seen a bullfrog if you stretch the legs out <laughs> but this motherfucker looks like a bullfrog and I'm like, wow, this girl is like, uh, I give her an 8.5, but that's because 10 is like insane, never gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like 9 would be like out the window. And this girl is like right next to that, but she's an 8.5. Actually, I'll drop a name. Taylor Crowning Shield. Yeah, she's on a, what, OnlyFans? You know, you can watch her fucking sit on her boyfriend's dick for free actually i seen it but you might have to pay anyways anyways so story i did my criminal history how about i gave my bitches right i don't think i did and that's gonna be like way more than one story so we're gonna start with bitches today so when i was hmm I mean, I've had my crushes. I'll, not, I'll drop name crushes. So I had Jennifer Downey, probably the first one I remember. Emily Holland, the second one I remember. That's at Good Shepherd. Yeah, I went to a Catholic school in Virginia. What can you say? Anyways, she liked this fucking African-American dude, obviously. But I don't, I don't think she ended up marrying and having kids with him. But she did get married. Anyways, uh, other than that, um, the first girl I ever had any play, oh my god, okay, we're gonna rewind all the way to Eileen Gomez, this was, like, early high school, I'm talking freshman year, probably, and her sister name was Tori Gomez, and she was the finest little Latino girl I've ever seen up in you know, Vermont, because let's face it, where I'm from, Virginia, Latinos all over the place, I'm talking girls that'll make you fucking shake, anyways, um, 
so I had this girl Eileen and she wasn't as hot as her sister but you know she was cute and we were making out on our bed drinking some Jose Cuervo if I'm not mistaken and making out and she gets she's like oh I gotta go she gets up and bounces I get a call from her like not five minutes later and she's like yeah I think we were moving too fast we should take a break so basically she broke up with me because we were moving too fast like bitch you had to fucking leave and call me to fucking tell me that (laughs) what a loser anyways lord knows she probably got gangbanged six different ways later on in life but not for me probably a good thing anyways yeah she really wasn't that pretty anyway so down the road my first blowjob came from a girl one of my good friends my brother's good friends my good friends girlfriend at the time his name was scotty weller her name was devin james and she was cute you know honestly and we were in bed cuddling my brother felt like kind of pushed it my way helped me out and you know I never had a blowjob, I never even had sex, but she, uh, was down to blow me, I guess, so she started sucking me off, and I'm telling you, man, your whole life changes when a girl sucks your dick, like, as soon as she puts her lips to your cock, dude, it's like, life just completely changes, and, yeah, nothing was the same anymore. It was amazing, though. I mean, she, like, really knew how to suck a dick. Honestly, like, I've had a shit ton of blowjobs. Yes, a lot of them from, like, the same amount, uh, same couple women. But she blew me like crazy. I'm talking face-fucked my dick to the point where when I did bust, she threw her face down on me so hard. I had red tip. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, she swallowed and I was just amazed. Like I felt so good. I mean, uh I yeah, I I if it was if she wasn't dating my buddy, I would have fell in love with the girl, put it that way. Anyways, that was great. And you know, nothing really happened of that after her boyfriend ended up coming up to me, pulling me to the side when me and my boys are chilling, and he's like, listen, man, you're lucky you're my boy, because, you know, I probably would have punched you in the face if you weren't, and what could I say, you know, his girlfriend did blow me, I did feel like a dirtbag, and then he told me, like, how was it, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I taught her everything she knew and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's clearly makes sense because she was pretty fucking good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Side note, I'm chilling with my boy Tucky the fucky. Tucker, you know. He's all grumpy. He wants to go for a walk. He's about to jump up out of nowhere just from me saying that. Anyways, so... Oh, what's after that? I lost my virginity at about 18 years old. Yeah, picture that. Girls these days fucking up the number 20 by 14. But I lost my virginity at 18 like a normal person. Yeah, like a, you know, I guess a normal person. But, um, fat girl in the graveyard. I was always a shy kid, you know. 
if I go back in time, I'm, like, literally the guy now that, like, if I feel a vibe, I will grab a girl and make out with her, you know, push her up against the wall, like, I'm a fucking animal, and that wants to satisfy his animalistic needs, you know, but when I was a kid, it was just all fucking scared, you know, like, I, I would expect the girl to grab me and make out with me, which, like, uh, newsflash, if you're in high school, it's not gonna happen, okay, even if you're a fucking stud, like, you grab the girl and make out with them, nine times out of ten, a girl's not gonna push you away, you could be, like, a five on the one to ten scale looking, girls are followers, I hate to say it, I learned that way too late, that's why, you know, I've had sex with six different women, and I'm 30 years old, girls that are 14 have doubled that, that's half my age, less than half, picture that, anyways, granted, a couple of those girls were like a thousand times a piece, you know, like, I know the woman anatomy very well, it's not like I can't please the women, I make them fucking drained. Anyways, I gotta stop saying that. Anyways, um, so my virginity, I, um, bought big bottle of E and J. Me and this kid Ricky Showbot, and this big fat girl named Amanda Santor. She uh, lost a bunch of weight. Looks like halfway decent now, but she was a big fat fucking whore back in the day. Danny Mullen would have said that like you know she should have got chopped in half because the bottom half was useless but I fucked her in the graveyard in Franklin Square where my actually my stepmom's buried now rest in peace Lumina Padre Filis Sancto and um well you know I'd like to think it was on right after that and I did get some play from a good couple girls after that but it wasn't like it should have been, you know, like, I had some hot, 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 hot girls, and I'm telling you, I had a band of, like, fucking eight different Colchester chicks, like, you know, riding bicycles with me from house to house in Colchester, we all know how them Colchester girls are, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so, um, you know, I banged her without a condom, because I'm a fucking rebel, and I was retarded, but luckily, I've never had any STDs, no STIs, or nothing, I'm the luckiest guy in the world, but I guess I haven't really banged that many whores, anyways, um, so after that, I think it went straight to Angel Billadoo, where I met her somewhere, maybe the fair or something. We rolled the mechanical bull together. She was grinding up on my dick. Um, and I, we partied a lot. Eventually, I had her at the crib. We're pounding fucking beers. And, well, one thing leads to another. She was like get looking tired i was like you want to go upstairs and give you a back massage i brought her up on my daddy's bed where all the magic happens i'm definitely not gonna finish this whole story anyways i brought her upstairs it was cool you know what i mean uh, i started massaging her i'm like so let me ask you a couple questions what do you think about me and she answered i don't remember and then i was like what do you think about us and she answered, I don't remember, and then she's like, you want to go back downstairs? I'm like, yeah, but I got one more question. I'm like, you want to fuck? 
She's like, kinda, why do you? I'm like, uh, kinda. So I fucking slapped a rubber on, tried to put it in her. She was like surprised at my dick size. I ain't even gonna fucking lie. And she's like, you're gonna have to spit on it or something. <laughs> I'm like, alright. This is the first time I ever had to do that. Normally girls are pretty wet by the time I go, but I just wasn't about to eat her out. I mean, she was hot as balls, looked like Paris Hilton with freckles, but let's face it, you know, she was a little hooker. And, yeah, so I raw, I almost said I rawed her, but I just put a condom on. I wish I rawed her, it probably would have felt so good. Anyways, I fucked her with a condom and I busted in the condom, and I was like, shit. Happened kind of soon. So I just started pounding her out with a condom full of cum. <laughs> yeah, that's my style. And, you know, um, eventually she's like, I gotta pee. So she gets up, I let her go. And she comes back out. Well, basically we say like, oh, let's pick this up some other time, you know. And, you know, we never did. But she did fuck every, at least one new person every party I ever went to every weekend after that. So it's not like she didn't get a hundred cocks. She was such a whore. Her dad owns Billy Roofing. I don't mind dropping anything at her. She's a fucking slut. I guarantee, man, that bitch has got some diseases up in her poonanny. Her vagine. Anyways, yeah, so I think that's going to be it. I'll con- oh, fuck it. Um, so, there was this girl, Persephone. Oh my god, I met her on the bus. <sighs> and, um, I was sitting in the back, she's sitting in the middle. I get up, start walking towards her, sit right next to her. She told me later on, I knew you were gonna talk to me once you sat next to me. But yeah, of course I was. Got her number. It was Friday, so I started talking to her, telling her, We're partying down here. Got her to come on down. And when she brought a fat friend, when she got there, there was nobody there. I was like, oh, uh, they went to go get more alcohol. So I got her in the jacuzzi with her fat friend. They decided to spend the night. Um, I'm making out with her, and she's like, make out with my friend. I don't know if she wanted a three-way or if she just didn't want nothing to do with me. Honestly, by the end of the story, you'll be questioning that too. But um, I got her up to my daddy's bed where all the magic happens. And, well, I, uh, played with her pussy a little bit. She jerked me off. I busted on her belly because I didn't have a condom. It was kind of fucking pathetic, honestly. She was hot as fuck, though. I hate to say it. She's ugly as fuck now, but this girl, I'm telling you right now, bro. Oh, my God. I don't even know how I got her, bro. And, and it kills me. I didn't fuck her right then while she was actually worth the fuck. My god, man, the love we could have made. Ugh! Mm. You don't know how much I think of that. Anyways. Dude, her pussy was so juicy. Ugh! Fucking kill me. I'm sorry. Anyways. So, yeah. I busted all over Belly. Didn't neglect it to ask her if she wanted a shower. And I think that's why she never talked to me again. <laughs> because that morning I gave her a hug. She and her fat friend went home and 
never heard from her again. And look, I gotta say before I keep being an asshole, like, look, man, I'm an asshole because that's what it turned out to be. Like, I'm really a nice guy, I swear to God, but I've just been done so dirty, yo. If you really want to know, pay attention, because I'll go into my ex, I guess. If you guys don't understand or don't know. You want to know why I'm a fucking asshole. And, and it's funny because the right woman, a fucking decent woman, could bring out the most... Dude, I bring a girl flowers on random days. You know, it don't have to be a fucking anniversary or a birthday. Like, I'm a fucking goddamn romantic asshole. But I am an asshole nonetheless. Because of you. Women, anyway. I'm sure Lord knows anyway. Listen, it's probably a man, but... So... Um, yeah, after that, I think it was a good couple, couple, couple years, and I met this girl named Elena Stankovic, nice and Bosnian, sexy as fuck, I won't even lie, I had a crush on her in high school, and I would literally give her rides at 2 in the morning, and I had work at 6 in the morning, so I'd have to get up at like 5 in the morning, so like I get no sleep. And I'd go all the way to, like, South Burlington or Shelburne Road, I mean, from, like, fucking way down in Burlington by, like, Charlie's Boathouse. Way down there. And, yeah, so I'd pick her up at 2 in the morning, give her a ride home. That's it. Nothing was nothing for a while. And then one day, she had a date, and she was all oxied out. I was as sober as a fucking pear. I never did nothing. And, you know, she was all oxied out because she is the junkie that got me into that shit, that crap. Anyways, just listen to the story. So, I she ended up throwing up and the boyfriend, or the date just left on her. So she hit me up, I came through, and she was all depressed and shit. So I grabbed her, I took her out to Kodo, which, if you guys know, it's the best restaurant in the fucking world. Literally, $30 a plate, minimum. And, yeah, I spoiled that bitch that night. We went home, I fucked her brains out, literally, all fucking night. Not kidding. I would wake up, like five times that night maybe three like inside of her and then just keep fucking her once i woke up multiple times like we fucked all night it was honestly she remembers it just like i do i know she does because we talked about it a lot when we were dating for five fucking years like it was the most amazing night ever to me even and i hate that fucking bitch but i'm telling you there was nothing like just going crazy experimenting on her you know (sighs) yeah good times anyways so yeah um it was great we ended up literally just like non-officially dating after that you know and we called it december 11th it was basically december i don't know december 21st 2012 so the end of the world day was our anniversary i remember that we dated for five years so what december 21st 2012 so 13 14 15 16 17 so about 2017 
maybe uh, 2016 and a half, we broke up because, well, let's just get to it, huh? So, she was an addict, man. She had a problem with sniffing Oxy-30s, right? Naturally, because I loved her and I was in love with her, I picked that up. So, it started out, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to tell you guys this. It started out $40 to get high, right? Buy an Oxy-30 for 40 bucks. Sniff it, get fucked up. And it, and, and it was good, man, I'm not going to lie, like, there's a reason why people do it. It feels amazing. I'm not saying do it, and you'll find out why in a second. But yeah, and then you get a tolerance, and then you're spending $160 on like four of them, $180, just to like barely get high. Then you got some problems. And then somebody comes along with heroin and says, hey, it's literally the same thing. That's literally government heroin that you would pay that much money for. But this... You spend $40, you get the same high, literally, as $180. So, you actually get fucked up off $40. So, then you do that. Now, you're addicted to heroin, but it's only $40 to get fucked up. But then your tolerance goes up. Then it costs, like, $100 to get high again. So, then what happens? Then somebody comes along with a needle. Or, well, technically, you see somebody with a needle shooting up. And you see how fucked up they get. So you try it. And then boom. Back down to $40. Right? Well. Now you're in hell. Because that shit goes up to $100 again. And then if you don't have it. You want to talk about sick. Even alcoholics don't understand. What withdrawals are like. When it comes to that. Anyways. So yeah. I was in deep. And she eventually. I found out a little bit later, like, she was running around on me, selling herself, her pussy for money. Yeah. So, um, I thought everybody was suckers just giving her money, but apparently she was just fucking them all. Including my best friend of six years, this fucking Vietnamese faggot named Quang, who I'm gonna kick his fucking ass next time I see him, if I ever see him in person again. Don't matter where it is, it can be in front of the courthouse, it can be in the courthouse, I'm gonna whoop that fucking piece of faggot shit's ass don't care he's got it coming anyways so yeah um so yeah she was selling herself when i found out it killed me you know that ass like i was up all night just thinking about like i couldn't get the images out of my head of like her getting banged out by my fucking best friend you know all you can do is just picture that shit non-stop and it hurts, man. I don't know if any of you have ever felt that kind of pain. But it hurts. And, you know, I ended up... I thought about it. I'm like, listen, I can bitch at her and never talk to her again. Or I'm homeless at the time. I can make lemonade out of lemons. And, you know, I ended up pimping her out. I mean, she was going to do it anyway. So I just gave her rides to places and split stuff. But couple years maybe about a year went by like that and eventually i sold my car for like 200 bucks <laughs> which was an amazing car i had like a hundred thousand miles standard 2009 fucking cobalt and this was like you know eight years ago so fucking amazing deal but um yeah so yeah um I got rid of her. That was the only way I could do it, you know? 
And, but things were still rough. And I think you'll know if you listen to my previous episode, my criminal, fucked up criminal history, that basically, like, I needed to get clean, so I pulled a big-ass fucking illegal thing. And you'll have to just go watch that in order to find it out. But, or listen to it. But anyways, yeah, so I got clean. That's the important thing to me. My life is on track, bro. I got family. I got fucking opportunity. I mean, dude, I don't know very many people. I don't know anybody that's got the kind of fucking financial backing I do. I'm living on 80 acres right now. I just drove a fucking $60,000 vehicle to work and back. Like, you know, um, I'm doing fine, you know. And... Funny thing, you know, can't fucking find... I haven't been on a date in fucking six to eight years. I haven't fucking felt an emotional connection about that. And the last time I felt that, it was fake, so... Yeah, it's depressing. And I'm moving forward. I don't know what else to say, honestly. I mean, it's bad, you know. I just... I've been so fucked up. If you've listened to this whole thing, you know... Mentally, I am fucked. I, I, I think, I mean, psychologically, I think all women are evil. No, I know that's not true, but I have yet to find a good one. So it's naturally my con- conclusion. And I'm losing my mind, man. Honestly, like, I'm drinking every day liquor, every day, heavy. Because I just don't see the purpose. I have no release. I need a woman to release myself with. I hate to say it. True. I woke up fucking next to a beautiful woman for fucking four and a half years. Like, I need that shit in my life. You know? I'm not a bad person. I don't know. I just... All I really need is a chance. I know for a fact if a woman gives me a fucking day, I'll give her a life. Anyways, I'm sorry. Today was a very depressing episode, but I guess what do you expect on a Friday when I'm drinking heavy? Um, thank you for tuning in. This is T-Funk's The Up Story. Salute.